What is up, queen? My name is Mackenzie, and welcome to the Pick Up the Fork podcast. On this podcast, I'm here to speak the truth about fitness and how to fully become the best version of you. Tired of feeling stuck? Tired of dieting? Well, this is the podcast that will help you transform your life so you can live to your fittest potential. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Pig of the Fork podcast. It's your host here, Mackenzie Page Fit, and I'm so freaking pumped to dive into today's live stream. Little backstory here, I've been sick for like five days and I finally feel like 85% today. Got back to the gym, felt freaking incredible, and I'm so excited to come on for this podcast, this live stream here on Instagram. Let's freaking go, people, and give you guys some value, help you guys going into Easter weekend. Um, I want to make sure we recorded this this week because I know Easter weekend's literally just a couple days away, and maybe you don't celebrate Easter, but for you guys who do, or maybe you're still going away this weekend, it's been beautiful weather here in Connecticut, um, and you're spending time with family or friends, I want to give you a reminder on how to stay on track, how to not fall off on the weekend, um, and how to make good choices and kind of deal with family and friends and all the fun stuff that goes on on holiday weekends. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in here on Instagram. I appreciate all of you. Today, we are talking about how to stay on track on Easter weekend if you just tuned in. All right, I need a little sip of water real quick. <laughs> all right, so I want to give you guys four tips to staying on track um, over Easter weekend, over this holiday weekend, because I know it can be super overwhelming going into the weekend and like not knowing how to stay on track, how to actually like go about the weekend in the right way. Um, so let's talk about it. So these are my four top tips. And I think I'm actually going to do a bonus tip at the end to help you guys out. Nancy Maserati, thanks so much for joining Queen. Appreciate you. All right, so number one rule is gonna be the one plate rule. So I know like this is something that was more overwhelming to me um, and was also really exciting at the same time whenever I would go into like a holiday weekend. My family would always have like some sort of buffet going on, like tons of different foods. Everyone would like bring a dish, right? Kind of like a potluck kind of scenario. Um, And maybe your family is the same way. Maybe the celebration you're going to this weekend is the same way. And you're like, there's so many foods. I'm kind of going to have a huge food baby. I don't know how to deal with this. So one plan of attack that I always tell my clients and that I always use myself going into a holiday weekend is to stick to the one plate rule. So I can have more than one plate, but basically the one plate rule is first stick to just having one plate. A lot of the time, like when we overload our plate or when we grab like everything and we don't actually make a plate of food for ourselves, we kind of just like snack the whole entire day. We can overeat and feel sick and not really be mindful of like the choices we are actually making. So one thing the one plate rule really does is make sure you're having good different things in each and every meal. So one thing I always make sure I have is protein. Um, and we'll get back into this in the second tip here. This kind of leads into the second tip. But following the one plate rule and just sticking to a plate and putting the food you want to eat at whatever event you're going to on a plate will help you visualize what you're putting into your body 
and if that's something you want to eat or if it's something you don't want to eat or if you need more of something. Um, so with that being said, let's dive into number two. So number two is going to be protein. Protein is something that like is one of the most satiating macronutrients. And that basically means how to feel your body. It's something that helps you build lean muscle, helps you stay fuller longer, and just literally helps you look more toned and better overall. So protein is always something I hype up so much to my clients because it is essential. And most women do not eat enough protein in general. So protein is number one. I am mostly plant-based. On occasion, I'll eat fish. On occasion, I'll eat some eggs. Um, but for the most part, I stick to vegan protein sources. That's just my personal preference. However, my boyfriend's family where I'm going this weekend is not vegan or vegetarian or doesn't make a lot of dishes with those kind of things. So I will be actually bringing up my own protein sources. Now for you, maybe you do eat meat. Maybe you do have vegan or vegetarian friendly family. Um, <clears throat> But making sure that you get inadequate protein or just make sure you get protein in when you are eating with your family. So for me, it looks like four to five ounces of some kind of vegan protein source. For you, it might be four to five ounces of chicken or four to five ounces of turkey or whatever it may be. So that is one kind of helpful tip, too, that can help you stay on track with your goals um, and make sure you're still aware of what you're eating and make sure you're eating quality food when you are away. Um, I think eating more protein, too, in general, like I know when I don't have access to protein or I don't go out of my way to kind of make sure I have enough protein, I can like eat a lot of carbs, a lot of fats. <clears throat> and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like I never feel as satiated. So I have to eat more and more carbs in order to feel just as full um, as if I were to instead have like a good five ounce um portion of protein and then having some carbs and healthy fats with that. So protein key guys, that was number two. Number three is going to be staying hydrated. This is one thing I hear probably from every female client I've ever had. And I literally feel the same way myself is I feel so bloated. I have a food baby right after like a holiday weekend or right after you kind of go away on the weekend and you're eating like more off track or not eating as you normally would. So water and hydration is key. This is something a lot of women neglect when they go away on the weekends. We usually don't bring our water bottle with us or we're like don't have um, water readily available or we're like embarrassed to ask family if we can have a water or a lot more water than other people drink at when they're at a family event. But one thing I do is always bring my water bottle with me. I don't care how crazy, how ridiculous I look. I bring that water bottle with me. Um, And if not, you could literally just use the same glass, carry around with you and make sure you're always filling up your water. That is going to help you with that food, baby, with the overall water retention and flush you out. A lot of the time when you are holding water when you're more bloated, this is because you're not drinking enough water, especially when you're having an influx of food when you're away for the weekend. You're probably eating more than you're used to. Um, There's always food around, right? So drinking more water, extra water is going to help account for that water retention and kind of like negate those effects. So that is the third tip, guys. Make sure you're staying hydrated. As a rule of thumb, if you're not sure like how much water to drink, I would suggest um, drinking probably like 40 extra ounces than you normally drink. That would be like a rule of thumb. So for me, I drink a gallon a day. 
So I'm going to try and like aim for at least a gallon a day every single day I'm away. One second, guys. I'm sorry. You take a little break here. I appreciate all of you tuning in. As I said again, I'm still a little bit sick. <clears throat> so I apologize. <laughs> my throat is not like up to my normal standards. So that was number three. Number four tip is going to be alcohol. And personally, I don't really drink that often um, just because like I personally don't like drinking. But I know so many of my queens out there, so many of my clients, so many of my relatives literally drink when there are holiday events going out on the weekends. Um, and I'm totally not against alcohol. Like You can have this in moderation. However, it's important to understand how it does affect your goals. Now, Easter weekend is kind of a one-off weekend. You drinking a little bit more than you're used to on one-off weekend is not going to ruin your goals. But what will is like drinking in excess every single weekend, right? That would form a habit. So one-off weekend, like I wouldn't worry about an Easter weekend if you're drinking a little bit more than you're used to. However, it's important to be aware. So going back to hydration, alcohol, um, does dehydrate you. So making sure you're drinking water throughout the day, making sure you are eating before you have those drinks. Um, so don't have like a mimosa before you eat any sort of food, um, because it's so important to make sure that you are also feeling your body while also having that fun. Um, and yeah, so that's basically a rule of thumb here. Like I like to, I used to tally my drinks on my wrist so I wouldn't have to like try and remember them. Um, or another thing I used to do is I would like for every glass of wine or something that had, I would make sure I would have like one to two glasses of water because it is dehydrating and you will, will feel hungover the next day. Um, so just making sure on a one-off weekend, right on a holiday weekend that you're just like aware of how much you're drinking and knowing like how that makes you feel. And another little like extra note to add in here, I think a lot of people, um, don't really think about this too often. Um, but one thing like I always tell my clients and that I always remind myself is never feel pressured to eat or drink something you don't feel comfortable drinking or, you know, like doesn't treat your body right. Like for me, I am super allergic to dairy, like Greek yogurt. I can sometimes have and be okay, but like cheese, anything like that makes me feel like crap and I will be sick. I will be in the bathroom. It's just not a fun time. So like for me personally, like if someone's like, oh yeah, have some cheese dip or whatever, I'm going to personally be like, hey, like I really appreciate that. It looks delicious. However, like I can't have any of that or um, I'm going to have this instead. So like understand that it's okay to be upfront with people, okay to be upfront with your family and relatives and friends about not wanting to eat stuff, even if they're kind of trying to pressure you or asking you if you want some. You don't have to just like be nice and say, yes, I'll have some if it really doesn't agree with you. Same thing with alcohol. Like I was at a wedding um, re like a while back, actually, but I just remember this one thing and they were like, oh, you should have some more drinks. You deserve it. You work so hard in the gym. And personally, like drinking a lot of drinks doesn't align with my values. And I don't want to drink a lot of alcohol because I'm a lightweight and it makes me feel really like bad. Doesn't make my stomach feel good. Does I don't like being hungover like whatsoever. Um, so for me, I was just like, no, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, but I really don't want to drink anymore. And I move on from that. So it's so important to stand up for what you believe in and that like even though it can be hard in the moment, like I promise you it's worth it to stay in alignment with your goals. 
Um, and if you want to have that drink, have that drink. If you want to have that cheese dip and you know you have a little bit hard of a time with it, then have it if it's worth it to you. But this is all to your discretion. But I want to remind you, like, I think there's a lot of things on social media saying that, like, you can't have food, like, you need to enjoy completely food freedom, eat all the foods in the world, but some foods just, like, don't make you feel good, then don't eat them. You don't have to feel forced to eat those, even on holiday time or even if grandma or your aunt made it, right? So just a little reminder there. So those were the four tips, and I want to give you guys a little bonus tip um, because this is something that I noticed a lot like trending with, this was me like at the beginning of my journey, and I've noticed some of my clients, some women I talk to in social media like are going through the same exact thing. And it is dealing with pressure from family and friends. So we kind of talked about this with like the drinking and eating foods you don't want um, or don't feel comfortable eating. But I know like not everyone in your family or people that you aren't around on a daily basis won't always have the same beliefs and values as you do. And I want to remind you that's okay. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion, right? But I know sometimes like people won't agree with what you're doing or question what you're doing. And I want to remind you that like you are being healthy for you and you alone and that your choices and everything you do in your life is for you because you are the person living your life. Like every time you hear an opinion from someone else saying like, oh, it looks like maybe you've gained weight or it looks like you're looking a little skinnier or any kind of comment from anyone that you know that you're not used to seeing on a regular basis, like it's a normal response for them to say this because they haven't seen you in a long time. But I want to remind you that those opinions, others' opinions do not matter. They do not pay your rent. They do not pay your bills. And when I say this, I basically mean like they do not like dictate how you live your life. And one thing I will never regret in terms of my fitness journey is I remember when I first started not everyone in my family agreed with me um, and my food choices. Like I stopped eating red meat, chicken and turkey about like I want to say like five or six years ago, maybe even more now. I can't remember like end of high school. And <clears throat> that is something a lot of my family didn't agree with. And I stuck strong and did it because that's what made me feel best. That's what I wanted to do with my life. And at the end of the day, like that makes me feel happy. And that's all that matters. Another thing is like when I first started on my health and fitness journey, I was going to the gym so much, going to the gym like four or five days a week. And then also like eating more wholesome foods. A lot of people didn't necessarily agree with that. And they're like, you don't you don't have to be this healthy or you can take a time off or whatever it may be. But I want to remind you that your choices are your choices alone. Do not let other people's opinions dictate your reality and what you put in and do with your body. Like that is your freaking choice. One thing I will never regret is like ignoring other people's opinions and sticking to what makes me feel good and makes me feel empowered. Because those same people, I bet you money, like those same people that hate on you now for what you're doing or don't agree with what you're doing now are going to be those same people in like a year, two years time down the road, somewhere down the road that are going to be like your number one fans asking you how you got where you got now. How did you eat so healthy? How are you so consistent? How do you feel motivated to eat healthy and go to the gym? Oh, I wish I looked like you. Those are the same people that are going to say it to you now. And so many of people that I know, friends and family that I go back to now are now like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. You work so hard. 
and they are so happy for me living my best life and they want help with living their healthiest and best life too. So I promise you, one thing you will never regret is ignoring other people's opinions of you. And if you only have to do it for one weekend because you don't see these relatives or friends any other time of year, promise you it's freaking worth it. Um, Because at the end of the day, they don't pay your rent. They don't make you happy. You make you happy and you can do whatever you want with your life. It's up to you. Um, So I know that's easier said than done, but I'm here to remind you, literally, I've been in that same exact place and I know not everyone's supportive um, all the time. Like maybe you have a super supportive family, but I'm here to remind you if you don't, or if you have that one person that just isn't supportive, that you are not alone. And I've been there and it's worth it to stay strong and stay firm with what you believe in and what you want. Um, Maddie love to hear that queen. Yes. Let's freaking go. They're now hyping you up. Yes, totally true. It always comes full circle. It always does. All right, so that's about it for today's live, today's podcast. I hope you guys took um, some value away in some way, shape, or form from whatever I was sharing today. Remember, one weekend isn't going to throw you off your fitness journey, off your goals to lose fat or tone up whatever your fitness goal is right now. Um, Like I'm currently on my, I'm currently trying to cut body fat for summer and still build and maintain muscle mass. But like one weekend I know isn't going to throw me off my goals. Um, It's just making sure you have that right mindset. You believe that one weekend isn't going to ruin your progress. And you also have some little bit of structure going into the weekend. So you're still somewhat in that routine and you still feel like you're hitting some kind of goal. Um, I hope you guys have the best Wednesday of your entire life. Enjoy your holiday weekend if you're celebrating it. If not, This is a great podcast episode to save for a weekend. You are going out. Have the best freaking day ever.